Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. With love, support, thank you. Uh, we're praying for you and praying for our brothers and sisters there. Um, I want to get right into today's word, but what a move, a song of of just love from the moment we began. I want to thank the worship team and their, their, their work, their sacrifice. And they sang over and over about God's love, Jesus' love, God's love, Jesus' love. And over and over, the theme was that his love is hard to understand. It's hard to understand. And, and I want you to understand that, that you'll never be able to figure out his love. Why? Because God loves you where you are when you are perfectly good. And then he still loves you where you are when you are a mess. Just and, and that is hard that you still and then what's harder is to see God love people that you may feel don't deserve his love. And that's hard for us, isn't it? Yes. You shouldn't love him. You shouldn't love him. But he does. So that's what we're talking about all month. We're talking about um, his love. His love. How God loves us. Our theme for the year, our theme for the year. What is the theme? Huh? I'm loved. I'm loved. That is the theme. If you haven't done so already, we have uh, wristbands in the back to have the message of the theme. I'm loved. Feel free. Grab one. They are, they are free. They're for you. Just to be reminded, on Monday, I'm loved. Tuesday, I'm loved. Wednesday, I'm loved. Thursday, I'm loved. Hector, you're loved. Yes. Even when you show up late to church. <laughs> you're loved. <laughs> but 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 so so all month um, I I wanted to I wanted to talk to you all about then who loves me? Who who loves me? And so I want to get into that this morning. And I want you to be patient with me. If you weren't here last week, I want you to go online and grab that teaching. You need to listen to it, not because it was it was me or it was my voice, but I, you need to get the content. I need you to get the content for you, young people in college uh, or even even um, post college. Grab this message. This world, this world is is out there. It's a dark place, and it's robbing you from knowing the one who loves you. You need to know how extravagant is his love for us. Eddie guy is with us in the house. Eddie guy. Her hair made an entrance even before the rest of her did. So if you're sitting behind her, too bad for you. <laughs> uh, we love you, Eddie guy. Love mom and love the family. Um, but let's get right into today's message. All eyes closed. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for your amazing love. I thank you for all of the expressions today of love, for the clapping that said we love you, for the, the prayers that we expressed that said we love you, for the movement with our bodies that said we love you, for our children 
waving their hands in the air saying we love you for fathers and mothers together saying Lord we love you for the giving of finances saying we love you for the giving of our time that express and say we love you father and most of all for us surrendering our lives father expressing our heart to you and love in Jesus name we pray speak to us by your word amen so last week I started this series by asking a question who who loves me who loves me and the reason I wanted to go into this in this direction was that I wanted to dive deeper into getting to know the one we say loves us we need to understand if his love is extravagant, then I need to know who is loving me with extravagant love. The reason I am certain about Becky's love for me, it's not because she says it, but because of the extensive testing of her love and how it has endured over 33 years. 33 years, guys. Yes. Slow, slow. That was slow reaction. That was delayed. That was delayed. I was like, whatever, 33 years. 33 years. 33 years. However, 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 even, even Becky's love has its limits. Even, even her love has limits. But Jesus is love. But Jesus is love. It's unfailing. It's unending. It's unmatched. It is a love that you will never be able to understand. And it's yours. It is a love that tells the single mom, I love you. You don't need to feel single. I am your fulfillment. It, it is a love that tells the fatherless, you don't have to cry about not having a dad in your life. I am the father of fathers. I am the most perfect father. I fulfill you. It is an amazing love. For those that have been hurt, it is a love that says, I will never hurt you. I will only give you the best of the best. Man, that is an excellent love. That is an excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Gladys, for that mercy clap. Thank you. It was just... That was, that was like, uh, you know. <laughs> but Jesus' love, he loves us. And the reason I want to point people to Jesus, and the reason we want to point Jesus, we want to point people to Jesus, is because his love knows no limits. Becky's love is limited, can be limited. My love can be limited, but not Jesus' love. So this is why we want to point people to Jesus. I, I want to kind of reintroduce, that was part of the song that we sang, if, if one may say or even start at the beginning with getting to know the one who loves us to the point of laying his life for mine, that even while we were still lost, he laid his life for you. And last week's message is online. As I said, I want you to check that out. Please check it out uh, because it, this is uh, uh, several parts. Um, I wanted to establish last week that Jesus on earth revealed the Father, the one that we cannot see, the invisible God. 
that Jesus on earth revealed God the creator. That Jesus on earth revealed the righteousness of God. That Jesus on earth unveiled the glory of God. And Jesus on earth was the embodiment of love. But most importantly, I wanted to, I wanted to establish that Jesus on earth was God with man. A hundred percent God, a hundred percent man on earth. I left off last week as I was reading in Colossians chapter one, and we're going to keep reading this together. And I want you guys to write this stuff down, write these scriptures down. I want you to read on your own, read on your own. When you go home, the pastor said, this is this true. Read it for yourself. Okay. So Colossians chapter one, 1523, and um, the staff on uh, during our staff meeting on Thursday, they were they were rebuking me because I was clapping my hands at the people. They said, Pastor, stop doing that. You're intimidating the people. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't doing that out of anger. I was just doing it to wake up, get with it. No, because I'm I'm just passionate, right? I'm I'm passionate. All right, here we go. So Verse 15, you are welcome. You are welcome to read with me, read aloud with me. In fact, I encourage it. So verse 15 says, Christ is the visible. He is the what? Visible. The visible image of So if we want to see what God looks like, we are to look to who? To whom? To Christ. Okay. Next. By the way, we have uh, Alex in the back, Fevrin, for the first time. Let's put the pressure on him. Put the pressure on him. They told me, can you be nice to him? I said, no, not be nice to him. (laughs) But he existed before anything was created. Who existed? Christ, Jesus, existed before anything was created. And is, and is, and is. Supreme. Supreme means that there is no, nothing above him. He is it. So over all creation. Next. For through him, God created everything, everything in the heavenly. heavenly realms and on earth. Who created? Who created? God. All right. Through who? Christ. Christ. All right. Next, remember, I'm introducing you to the one who loves you so that you understand this is who loves me, right? I'm trying to describe and introduce you to the one who loves you. He made the things that we can see see and the things we can't see. Then he gives you an example of what things, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities, in the there's a world that's unseen but i want you to know i want you to know that that unseen world has already been conquered and defeated by the one who created these things all right so many christians live live doing spiritual spiritual warfare and and i'm not saying it's a bad thing what i'm saying is that that he grabs victory and he gives it to you And we're going to find out a little more about this. Continue. 
everything was created through him and quickly next one he existed before anything else and he holds who who does it pastor did you see that YouTube video I don't care I know who holds the I know who holds the world together I know who holds everything together but did you see the video you gotta see the video it's the Illuminati all right next Christ is also what is he what is he notice that he doesn't say he's the head of a system he says he is head of the there is no greater 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 possession of Christ than his church his church is not a human invention it is God's institution it is Christ's institution and he does it for your betterment and my betterment and the Bible says that he is the he is the of the he is the beginning that means if he's the head then who's the body huh okay thank you he is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is in some things. And in, in, huh? And what? What is everything? How about what is everything? Todo. Okay, good. The Italians are now speaking Spanish. Todo. Listen. Everything. That means in my marriage, who's first? He's first. He's first. And my finances, he's first. And my time, he's first. And my investments and my ideas and the things that I do, who's first? He's first. Okay. Supreme over all who rise from the dead, so he is first in everything. Next. For God in all his fullness. In what? God was not a manifestation in the life of Jesus. God was Jesus on the flesh, here on earth, on earth, all right? 100% man, 100% God. I said it, but the scripture said it. Listen, for he, for God in all of his was pleased to live in Christ. Everybody got it? Yes. Remember, we're not talking about, we're talking about Jesus. Next. Is that, was that it? Okay. And through him, God reconciled. Remember, we talked about that is, that is an accounting, that is an accounting term. That is an accounting term. Those here that work with numbers know what reconciliation means. What is to reconcile? Accountants, come on, say it out loud. You're balancing, you're bringing back to zero. All right? And this is what he does with our life. He brings us back to zero. You mess up, man, he brings it back to zero. He loves you, he forgives you, and he doesn't remember it again. So stop it. He loves you. 
and he forgives your sins yesterday, your sins today, the ones that you're about to commit when you get out of here, like Dr. Gladys driving. And <laughs> but he forgives you. And we're not making light of sin. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. But what I want you to know is you don't have to be a slave of sin. Sin has already been dealt with. All right. All right. And he reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth. But he does it by the means of of what? Your prayers. Bible memorization. You're quoting scriptures. No, he did, it by, he did it because of his blood. He did it by his blood. It was what? His blood. Continue. This includes you who were once. You were once. From God. You were. Separated from him by your. By your evil thoughts. And your actions. Continue. Yet, now. yet, now. yet, now. what has he done? To himself through the, through the pastor of the church, through the pastor of the church, through the evangelist, evangelist, through the prophet, through the bishop, through, through whom? Huh? He does it through Christ, not granny, not your uncle, not your grandma, not your mama, not your daddy. It was through the what? Deaths, the death of Christ in his physical body. Okay. Is that it? No. This is the favorite. This is my favorite part because this is what you need to understand. As a result, somebody say it out loud. Say it a little louder. One more time. He has brought you into as a result of what? God. As a result of what? What he did on the cross. As a result of that, as a result, he brings you into his own presence. Who wants to read this out loud? Somebody want to read this out loud? Crystal, read it out loud, Crystal. You got a big mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> Where we at? Where we at? You should have been for you. Where are we at? As a result, he, so she got big mouth. he makes you what? Go ahead. Hold on. You are what? Holy and blameless. You are what? Holy and blameless. You are what? Holy and blameless. Crystal, say it out loud. You are what? Holy and blameless. Do, do you know that when Satan attacks you, these are the two areas that he attacks you at is your guilt? Is, is that guilt? You are scum. You're not worthy. You are dirty. Ugh. Don't even try to clap. Don't try to pray. Don't don't try. And, and and God tells you, that's not my love. My love is way bigger than anything you could ever imagine. He says that it is as a result of what Jesus did on the cross. He makes you holy, blameless, 
as you before him. And you know, many, many church, many church movements and circles will, will fight this and will tell you, no, you need to do more. You need to do other stuff. It's extra stuff that you need to do. And anytime, anytime a movement is telling you that you have to do extra stuff, it supplants and it tramples the work of the cross. Nothing outdoes the work, not your prayers, not your fasting, not your giving, not your church attendance, not your Bible reading. Nothing tramples the work of the cross. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? And this is why I need, this is why I want you to read this stuff so that, well, but I heard, did you see the video they sent me? No, did you read it? I gave you the scripture. Well, read it for yourself. Grow up! <laughs> All right. Go back. I'm sorry. Go back, Alex. Go back real quick. Alex, go back. Just one scripture back. So, okay. Yeah, now he has written home. Full work. 23. Right. Yeah. Okay. But you, no, no, oh, go. I'm sorry. <laughs> As a result, okay, 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 okay. As a result, he has brought you into his, his own presence and made you blameless as you stand before him. Without a single, without a single fault. And you got to remember that we, we, we live in a sequential timeline. All right? We live in a chronological timeline. God is timeless. So his forgiveness for you, for your now, has already happened in his timeline. So his forgiveness for your tomorrow doesn't happen in your, it happens, it happened in his timeline. Are you guys understanding that? So this is why you understand who loves you. Erica, you getting it, Erica? No te pierden el pelo. All right. Next. I don't think I'm going to be finishing this one. But you must, hey, listen, this is what you must do. Listen, this is what you must do. This is what you must do. Con Come on, out loud. Continue to what? This and stand firm. You got to believe what truth? What truth? What truth? That tr you got to believe that truth. What's the truth that he wants you to believe? What's the truth he wants you to believe? What is it? What's the truth he wants you to believe? What is it? Huh? What is it? What's the truth that he wants you to believe? Oh, say it again. Say it again. Who said it? Who said it? Sophie, say it out loud. He wants you to believe what truth? That you are what? Are you, are you getting that? You must do what? Believe that truth. And you must stand firm. Believing that truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard good news. Guys, this is good news. No, no, no. This is good news. That is good news. Is, was that it? 
And as a result of Jesus' death in his physical body, God the Father brings you into his very own presence. Not only does he bring you into his own presence, but he also makes you holy, blameless, and without a single fault. That's why his love is extravagant. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Because I don't deserve it. I just don't deserve it. I don't get it. Reconciliation brings you back to zero. Listen to what Romans 8.33 says. Write this stuff down, guys, and go home and read. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? Listen, no one, no one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who gave you right standing? Who gave it to you? It was, it was, it was what? It was what? It was given to you. You didn't earn it. He what? Gave it to you. What? Yeah. That's his love. Gives it to you. Go. Remember Jesus with that woman? The adulterous woman? She was about to be stoned. Everything about the law said she needed to die by execution. By the most gruesome form, way. That was the law. That's what the law said. But what did Jesus say? Whoever is without fault, cast the first stone. The brothers started running quick. And he's left the stones behind. And then Jesus looks to the woman and says, where are those that accuse you? Go. Sin no more. Go. It's an extravagant love. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But he loves you that way, that much. And then, let's continue this. And he gives you his righteousness. And then he says, he then says what? See, and if you don't understand this, then you go from one church to another church and you can go to that church and this faith and that religion and, and th these people and those people and this group and that other group and this guy. And you're believing all kinds of stuff. Read it for yourself because he has given you the teacher by way of the Holy Spirit who teaches you and convicts you of all things. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. God himself. And he teaches you. And all you need to do is go back to the word and you reflect on the word. Whoa, 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 whoa. I heard that. But this says. But this says. No one for Christ Jesus died for us 
and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting where? He is sitting above your sin. He sins above any accusation. He sit, Listen, he sits above anything that, that has come against you, whether it, listen, whether it's an, a, a, a sickness, whether it's a, a, whatever it may come by form of a challenge, whatever hardship it may be, the Bible says that he sits above. Yes. He sits above. Listen, and we're talking about in this world and in the unseen world. There is a world that, 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 that tries to war against you, but even against that world, he sits above it. That's the one who loves you. That should get you excited. That man, get excited. It's tough, this is a tough crowd, man. Tough crowd. Tough, tough crowd. This is a tough crowd. Man, Luis, this is a tough crowd. Luis, I'm, tr- I'm trying, bro. I, yeah, Bible, I got to bring some science projects in here. Something. Get excited, man. That you get to leave home today with this truth about you. And, and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting at the right hand. In the place of where? Place of honor. At right hand. And what does he do? For who? He does it for you. Look, look at the person next to you. He pleads for that person. Look at the person behind you. He pleads for that person. Wow. Mylon, you hear that? He pleads for you, man. He pleads. I, I have one who sits the place of honor at the right hand of God pleading. When we were children... One of our favorite pastimes in the hood, where I lived, in the hood, on West 2nd Street. Anybody know where West 2nd Street is? Anybody know? West 2nd Street. Anybody know? West 2nd Street. West 2nd Street. I lived on West 2nd Street, 1109 West 2nd Street. Listen, 13, 13, yeah, Becky, Becky, Becky was in a hood. <laughs> I was in a hood. Becky was in a hood. <laughs> All right, here we go. Listen, 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 13 years, right? And I lived there. And one of our favorite pastimes was a game of tag. Tag. It was a great game. Great game. It was a challenging game. We loved it. Tag. To make it more exciting, we played it at night. And, 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 and if you know anything about 2nd Street, you will never find any grass on 2nd Street. Concrete, sidewalk, pavement. Liz, that would be your world. That's what she loves. Look. <laughs> no grass. <laughs> there was no grass. And we would go out at night. And we'd have just one flickering light on, on a corner. And that's all. We could barely see each other. And we would run and run and run until our heart was content. And tag, you're it. Man, and then we would run some more. Tag, you're it. And that's all. We were running all night, tagging each other. You're it. You're it. And tag was a game that never ended because even if you were to get tagged, you could always be redeemed by tagging someone else. Ah, you're it. 
So we always ran and ran until the heart was content. And you're saying, why are you bringing up this childish game? It's because something in the rules of tag reminds me of God's reconciliation. And that was my favorite part of the game. You know what was my favorite part of the game? Home base. Anybody know about home base? Anybody know about home base? What happens on home base? What happens? Come on, let me hear it. What happens? Huh? Ah! Touch it. Ah! Ah! You know what I'm talking about, right? And you talk, you just uh, you sit there and you're and it could be a fire hydrant, it could be the blue truck, it could be the pole. Rob, yeah, I ain't playing that in Chester. Okay. All right. And, and as soon as as soon as you were on base, <laughs> you're like, talk stuff now. Ah! And you'd be all on and talking stuff, and then everybody that made it to home base. They were excited, and you were all excited on home base, talking, ah, go ahead. Y'all, I, I don't know, some of these, the young kids, they're like, you guys were running? Where did you plug, where did you plug the tablet? Yeah, we were running, sweat, sweat. And there was no body shaming, so nobody had t-shirts on. It was all good. <laughs> but something happened when you touch home base. You had immunity. You would taunt the other players. You would laugh. You would mock them. You would joke around. Because you were what? Safe. This is very similar when we read as a result. I'm safe. He has brought you into his presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single form. Why? I touch home base. Christ, my Savior loves me with an unfailing, unmatchless love, and an ending love, a love that I can't comprehend. Many people think of God as being in the hearts of those that love him, when in reality, he loves us so much that he puts us in his heart, close in his presence. You are in his presence. My child, my son, my daughter, listening to me, you that are watching online, you are in his own presence, in his heart. He knows your hurt. He knows your challenges. He, he knows all, all of the things that ail you. And he says, I love you. You are in my hands. I'm covering you. You're safe. You're safe. First Corinthians chapter 2, 10. I have 15 minutes and I'm done. But it was, it was, it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. 
for His Spirit. Spirit. Searches out. Come on, you're reading it. Who shows us God's deep secrets? The pastor, the Bible study, the fasting, the prayer, the giving of money. Who? The deep secrets of God. Who, who does that? His spirit. And he gives you. Listen. And he shows us his deep secrets. Continue. Continue. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. Husbands, as much as you love your wife, there are some stuff that's inside a wife. You and I don't know. What was that? (laughs) Wifey, there's a lot of stuff in your husband's spirit that you may never know. It's in his spirit. God says, if you want to know my deep secrets, you need one thing. What do you need? You need my spirit. My spirit. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. Continue. And we have... We have what? We have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So what? We can know what did it cost you? Why? Because he what? He what? And he gave it to you. You hear? Are you listening to that? Moms and dads, stop putting this fear and guilt into your children about God and who God is. If you teach the children his unending love when they are adults and they're having their own adult experiences, they will remember the love of God in those dark moments. And they will remember, aha, I remember that love. We spend so much time teaching our children God's fear. Teach them God's love. Why? Because his perfect love, what does it do? It expels, it casts out all fear. Okay. Was that it? Oh, no. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to by what? Hey, you're chasing, the wrong, you're chasing the wrong wisdom. But no, the words we're speaking is by his spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truth. Continue. Bite. 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 People who aren't can't receive these truths from God's spirit. Continue. It all sounds foolish. It all sounds foolish to them. And they can't understand it for only those who are 
can understand. Are you following me? Everybody following me? Continue. Those who are spiritual can evaluate, but they themselves cannot. You see how that works? You saw how that works? Toma. Man, yo, that is, yo, listen. And, and this is why a lot of people don't know how to walk in the freedom of God. In the freedom of God. Let's continue. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these, thing, these things, for we have... Who's, whose mind do you have? To understand the things of God, you have to have the Spirit of God. You just finished reading that the Spirit of God is given to us all. But then, why don't we all respond like we have the Spirit of God? So then, why don't we all respond like we have the Spirit of God? Why? Why? Well, that's because the Spirit is given to all, but all don't receive the Spirit. Remember, He's given it. Adrian, I'm going to give you a pen, right? Come here. It's okay. Do this thinky leg over here. Come on. All right. So stand right there. It's all numb? Is it numb? Okay. So if I did that, if I... Okay. All right. All right. So, so, so if I'm giving you this pen, what do you do? Huh? Right? Okay. Give me the pen, Matt. Give it. Okay, so if I give, you take. Okay, give me. The problem is that many people, God goes, I'm, put your hand out, I'm giving you. But they won't take, they just extend a hand. So they, they, they go on through life, they worship, they praise, they sing songs, they give money, they read scriptures, all of that, but they just can't receive it. And they just, take, they just can't receive it. And he says, take it, receive it. You got to receive this truth. Receive this truth. And we read in the previous scriptures that we must, we must, we must believe continuously that we must stand firm in this truth and take it. All right. Have a seat. Thank you, Adrian. So, go back to the scripture. I didn't finish it like that. Are you getting something out of this, guys? Yes. All right. So, so I want you to know that there are times that there are messages that make you hoop and holler and yeah, and this is not it because I, I need you to have content information so, so that you can fight in your, on your own, all right, and be sustained on your own, all right? So and we'll get to some of those other messages, but just for the next two, three weeks, this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to make you read with me and grow together and learn. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who no, 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 but understand? Okay, again, I think we passed that. Next one, seventeen. That was it, huh? That was it. Okay, okay. Now to understand the things of God, you need to, because the Spirit is given to all, but not received by all. We are given his spirit freely so that we can know the wonderful things of God. But you can't know the wonderful things of God not because God hasn't given you his spirit, 
or not because you're not qualified, but sometimes you don't know the wonderful things of God because in your ignorance, you won't receive his spirit. So then how do I receive his spirit? We're clearly told. Believe. 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 Go home tonight. Find a quiet place. Get off of TikTok. Look, you heard Leslie. (laughs) Get off of Instagram. Get off of Facebook. You see old people on TikTok? We'd be like this on TikTok. (laughs) One single picture, too, would be frozen. Like, young people laughing at us, like, guys, there's no movement. There's no, (laughs) it's just a picture of us. All right. And find a quiet place and just begin to speak. Hello? Are, Are you there? I don't, I don't get this. I don't understand this. It sounds crazy. This is crazy. Make sure you're, you're alone. You're not in a, a Walmart aisle somewhere. <laughs> you're alone. And you begin to open your heart and say, I, I, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Or I'm angry. I can't forgive her. I can't forgive him. She hurt me so angry and just begin to talk and speak open I guarantee you that the spirit of God is just going to move about in that place and you're going to go and transition from your natural place into a supernatural place and he's going to tell you how much he loves you and he's going to speak to you and you're going to hear and then every day you're going to run or run to that one place to go hey I'm, I'm back I'm here I made it. Oh, what do I have to tell you today? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. And you try this and over and over. And, and, and that's, he, wants, he wants to have this moment with you. What do we give him? Religious stuff. We give him a bunch of religious stuff. And he's like, ah, just talk to me. Just talk to me. My child. Speak to me. So how do I receive this spirit? Believing. Pastor, believing what? Continuously believing. And he's there. You're alone in the car. And you have no hope. You don't know how you're going to pay your bills. You don't know how you're going to make that next payment. What do I do? I'm, I'm lost. I need some help. There is no dad or there is no mom and you're alone or you may feel there is no boyfriend or there is no husband or, or there is no wife or there are no ch- And you just feel this loneliness, this thing God tells you, you're not alone, you're not forsaken. Even though your mom and your dad will abandon you, I will take you with everything. I am everything in you. I want to give you these three points so you can get out of here. Number one, because you need to know this about the one who loves you. Number one, your God, your heavenly Father, is not human. What did I say? He is what? You got to get that out of your mind. He is not human. Scripture says in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, God 
is not. He's not man. And because he's not a man, he does not lie. He is not. Oh, what? He's not what? Angelo, you're stretching. He's not what? You better. So he does not what? What doesn't he do? He has never spoken and failed to act. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? This is the one who loves you. You need to know that the one who loves you is not a man. It's not a man. It's not human. Are you getting this? Number two. You need to know this about the one who loves you. God does not have human likeness or form. Did you hear that? He doesn't have likeness like a human, a form like a human. Are you getting that? This is why his love is extravagant. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 15 through 19. But be. Oh, oh, start again. But be. One more time. But be. One more time. But be. You did not see the Lord's. You did not see the Lord's form on the day that he spoke to you from the heart of the fire at Mount Sinai. And he's talking about Moses when Moses is speaking and he's speaking to a bush that was it was in flame, engulfed in flame, but it would not be consumed. And God is saying, I'm not human. Don't get it twisted. I'm not. Is there another scripture? So do not corrupt yourselves by making an idol in any form. We talked about this, Hector. We were talking about many people. Their money is a form of their God. Their career is a form of their God. Their status is a form of their God. And he goes, no, don't make it. No, not of me. Whether of a man or a woman. I'm neither. Don't think of God as a man. Don't think of him as a woman. She's a goddess. God says, no, I'm not. I am God. Nor of an animal on the ground, a bird in the sky, a small animal that scurries along the ground or of a fish in the deepest sea. And when you look up into the sky and see the sun and moon and stars, all the forces of heaven, don't be seduced to worshiping them. We don't worship the sun. You don't worship stars. You don't worship galaxies and the universe. We worship the universe. We don't. Don't get it twisted. We don't do that. And God tells you, don't corrupt yourself. It is corrupt to think of God that way. Do you guys hear young people too? We gotta love nature. The trees is God. This is God. It's just, it's just. The Lord your God gave them to all the people of the earth, yet in the Father's love for us, His creation, Jesus 
steps down to meet us where we are in our humanity. Those are my notes, actually. I want you to stand to your feet. I want to give you this last one because it's the kicker. I want to give you this. Listen carefully because I want you to understand the difference between our understanding and God's understanding. And uh, we'll have to pick this up next week. So I said, number one, that God is not a man. He is not a human. Number two, I said that God does not have human likeness nor human form. Lastly, God is one who is three persons in one essence. Let me say it again. God is one who is three persons in one essence. Let me say it again. God is one who is three persons in one essence. You better come back to get this. You better come back to get this, okay? Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't come back to get this, you will be bald. Your hair will fall off. <laughs> and, if, and if you are bald already... No, you better come back next week, man. We're going to talk about this. Listen, listen. How dare you limit the love of the God that loves you? So the reason I'm trying to go into this depth about this God, who Jesus is, is so that you do not equate, dare to equate his love with your mama's love. Don't you dare equate his love with your daddy's love or your boyfriend's love or your husband's love. No, it's extravagant. It's far above anything that you will ever experience. He says that we are to experience this love because we can never understand this love. So with all eyes closed, all eyes closed, I want you right now, just all eyes closed. I want you, come on, thinking about, thinking about this love. Thinking about this, this God that loves you, that, that, that he surpasses anything that we can even conjure up and think about. He tells you that I'm not human. I have no form. I'm an invisible God. I am everywhere. I'm in anything. And I don't love you so much. I don't love you so much that I just, I just, I just leave, you, leave you to have me live in your heart. No, I love you so much that I place you in my heart in my very own presence. My child, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.